Hi, it's your coach, Joe Lucas, and welcome to this Practice Power Academy podcast. Hey, welcome to literally almost the end of February here, uh, just coming off of President's Day here in the United States. And, you know, it's been a while since we uh, covered this topic, and it's one of the basics, right, one of the core uh, strategies that I use with, with all my coaching clients, which is the morning success ritual, a.k.a. how to get off to a great start each and every day. What's interesting is that when I think about my, my coaching philosophies, what, what I really focus on with clients, I'll always come back to the MSR or the morning success ritual as sort of the hub. And you think about the spokes coming out of the wheel, but the morning ritual is really the hub because without the hub, you have no wheel, right? And yet, very few advisors in my travels and, you know, as I go around the country and I visit and I'm just out and about, very few advisors practice what I call a powerful ritual process. So what I want to do in this podcast today is really, um, first off, you know, lay the groundwork, uh, make the case, if you will, why you want to put this in place and why it's sometimes challenging. You know, uh, it's, we're all creatures of habits and patterns and behaviors, right? And unless I can make the uh, emotional, psychological, and... Uh, and I guess intellectual case, right, for going ahead and doing this, uh, you'll play with it a little bit, okay? So, a couple things about the ritual. It is, to me, the biggest determining factor of consistent daily success. So, for example, if, uh, if I have a client that's going and they're doing really, really well, right, so that means they've got their, they're reviewing their business plan, they've got their monthly game plans, they're doing their daily game plans, they're executing, 99% probability they're executing a decent, if not great, warning ritual, right? And funny, uh, we're all human beings, right? And uh, these clients of mine will go on vacation, the holidays come up. So in, in other words, there's a pattern interrupt, right? There's something that interrupts the flow, interrupts the pattern, the habit. And, you know, sometimes you struggle. You struggle to kind of come back. The morning ritual to me is a predictor of future success. So if you've got a great morning ritual today, you're not going to see a payoff economically in the next 24 hours, 48 hours, 72 hours, even 7, 14, 21 days. It pays off in 30, 60, 90 days because that's when the habits and that's when your consistency shows up in your checking account in this business of ours. And I think that happens with a lot of advisors. There's, um, you know, certain, most of us are wired a certain way to be in this industry. And one of the, uh, one of the downsides of this wiring, if you will, is that we are, we are incredibly impatient. We want things to happen now. And the problem with that is this is not an immediate gratification business anymore. Now, years ago, and I remember this, you know, instant gratification was you'd get in your office and you would call, you would call prospects and you would call clients, you would get trades and you would drop tickets. You ended the day, you know exactly how much money you earned. Those were the quote-unquote good old days, right? Now we're like, you know, in advisory and fee-based and planning-centric and, and you, know, you do a lot of action activities and you don't drop a ticket all day. You can go weeks sometimes without dropping tickets these days, right? And so you've got to make sure you set up the rules of the game so you can win. And one of the ways you do that is understand rituals. Now, how I got to this point was... I am an avid reader of biographies. I find that reading biographies um, are, in my mind, a lot better than a how-to book, 
or a self-help book. Because uh, biographies, first off, they tend to be stories, and we as human beings love stories. But secondly, you know, if, if it, the biography is written well, again, whether it's a biography or an autobiography, it doesn't really matter to me, is that you get inside the subject's head. And getting inside a subject's head is incredibly important. Because inside that head, you get their beliefs, you get their values, you get their mental constructs, you get kind of how they're wired, how they approach things, why they approach things, right? In other words, a very, uh, probably a, a very complete model of a human being. And so, you know, and I love athletes and, and so on. You know, I've read, George, I mean, all, you name, you name an athlete, I've read the book, okay? And, you know, years ago, uh, probably 15 years ago, so maybe 20 years now, close to it, is that I started to see some very interesting patterns in, in reading those books. From a Walter Payton book to uh, an Andre Agassi to a Tiger Woods, I mean, all these, right? And, and I remember they all had the one, it doesn't matter the sport, by the way, it didn't matter, is they all had one level of commonality, that each of these athletes, before they competed, had a pre-game, pre-match, pre-round, pre-whatever, right, pre-race, they all had a ritual. They all had a, a syntax that they deployed, a, an exact syntax in most cases, that they deployed in a certain way that, in their minds, put them into place to be excellent, that gave them the highest probability of success, that put their, got their mind right, that got them focused, right? And... And I said to myself, you know, because years ago I did this, um, I, I did this uh, talk for Horse's Mouth on the advisor as an athlete. And it still may be up there somewhere. You know, this is probably back in the 90s, as a matter of fact. Um, you know, that advisors have a lot of the same uh, characteristics as athletes do. You know, from being focused to being disciplined. I, mean, I can give you the, maybe one day I'll actually do one of these on a podcast and I'll go bring out my notes and talk about it. But the bottom line is, you know, great, great advisors like great athletes have to start their pregame ritual in a certain way. Now, how about our game? What's our game, right? Um, our game is every day, right? At least Monday through Friday, typically, right? No off season unless you want to go get some downtime, which I highly recommend. So we have the game here, right? And every day, look, even if you're not dropping tickets anymore every day, you still win or lose every day. And so to me, how you start the game, and by the way, the day doesn't start, so let's be very clear on this, or the rules, right? Your, your game does not start at 9 o'clock or 8 o'clock or 7.30, whatever time you hit that office. Uh, you know, whether you work from home or not, doesn't matter. The game starts when your eyes open up and you go, oh, I'm above ground today. And it's a business day, a tactical day, right? That is when the game starts. So there are certain things you want to do, and there are certain things you do not want to do to start your day. So let's go over the not-to-dos or the bad things of my mind, my experiences, right? So, so what do we want to do? So first off is, you know, the last thing you want to do is, you know, you get up in the morning, and then the first thing you do is reach for your phone or you reach for your iPad and stuff like that. And then even worse than that, you start looking at your inbox, right? Because all of a sudden now you're having other people control. And people sometimes get, when I say that to, to certain you know, new clients of mine, and they go, well, you know, what do you mean I can't look at my phone? I say, well, whether you look at it at 6 o'clock or 7 o'clock or 6.30 versus 5.30, is that 60 minutes really going to matter? The answer is, of course not. So that's one of the things you want to do. So number one, no email. 
Next, no news. And like, oh my God, Joe, you just took away my two things I do every day, right? No news. Again, what's there will be there in 60 minutes, right? So whether you look at, whether you look at something at 6.30 versus 5.30 or 7 versus 6, even if you're one of those advisors that runs your own portfolio and you go, man, I got to know what's going on in Asia. I got to know how Europe is going to close. The markets aren't open anyway. You can't trade. Who cares? Right? It's this, this, this habit, this pattern that you have, like I need to be informed. And I agree with it. I understand that. I do. Be informed 60 minutes later. doesn't matter. You have to make the first hour yours. So what's the third thing? So I got email. I got reaching, you know, looking online for the news. The third piece, TV. Do not put the TV on. I don't care if it's Sports Center. Do not do it. Right? Just don't. It'll be there in an hour. What I need you to do, again, I'm giving you the, my perfect scenario. Okay? And we can talk about variations and things like that. I'm going to give you the basic syntax first, and then we'll kind of talk about some enhancements, potentially. What I want you to do is, in your mind, say, you know what? The first hour of the day is mine. And I know some of you saying that, look, and, you know, I've got, I've got, you know, men and women as clients and, you know, I've got uh, young advisors that have young families and how, and we, look, I've been there, done that. Houses tend to be pretty chaotic in the morning. So you've got to figure out what time you need to get up. And if you can, look, I'm giving you best. So my brain, 60 minutes is best. Can you squeeze 30 minutes out? How about a, how about a nifty 15, right? Figure out what will work for you, and then guide. This is so important. This will, A, you know, we, look, we're, we're all tangible people in this industry, so let's be tangible. This will make you more money. This will improve the level of your success. So let's just kind of have that conversation now, and then we can, we can move on. So let me give you a basic syntax. So there's certain things that need to happen in the morning, in my mind, and the sequencing can be different, right? So I'm going to give you the checklist. And by the way, if you really, really want to do a deep dive on this, inside of Practice Power Academy, uh, which I will, I'll explain in a little bit, there is two things. There is a multi-part e-learning that I did, breaking down morning rituals in a lot greater detail. And number two, which is really cool, we actually have an online morning ritual builder which will help you with the various parts of it that you can go through. So we, we put a lot of resources out there to support you in your success. And I'll get to that in a little bit. So what are some of the basics that we want to do? First thing, and you know, this sounds kind of basic, but it's, it's true. What time do you need to get up in the morning to be optimal? And chances are for a lot of us, it's probably not early enough. Um, you know, I was a night owl. I grew up in a family that of night owls, you know, that's, you know, we had the, the, the bar, neighborhood bar, restaurant kind of cheers place, right? Um, that's how I grew up. And so, I mean, you know, it wouldn't, when I was in high school, it would not be uncommon for me to wrap up at two or three o'clock in the morning and sleep till noon, right? And then as I became, as I changed my, what I do and my profession and my world, uh, I realized that, you know, I, I started to read a lot of books on success. And one of the common threads was, you know, what was the old, the old saying, early to bed, early to rise, healthy, wealthy, wise, right? So I literally need to change my body clock by about two to three hours. And what you tend to do as a type A person, right, is you convince yourself that you're a tough person and I'll just suck it up and make it happen. And that lasts for all about three days. And then your head literally explodes and you go, oh my God, we can't do this. And we're back to square one. 
So if you do find that you need to get up earlier, my advice is incremental change. One minute a day, two minutes a day at most. And so what if it takes you 30 days to reset? You reset for the rest of your life. And for a type A person, that's a hard one to swallow because you want to go kill it now, right? Trust me, do it incrementally. That's why I did it literally over 25 years ago. And it has served me ever since. I get up at 5.30 every morning, no alarm clock. Um, I'm just now, and it doesn't matter the day of the week. It doesn't matter if I'm on vacation or not. It's 5.30. doesn't matter what time I get to, went to bed. 5.30, I'm conscious, right? So you want to pick a time that works for you. So once I have that out of the way, what do I want to do? And these are really no particular order. But here's sort of the checklist, if you will. First and foremost, you need to read your business plan every day. And I know some of you sit there, because I, I have this conversation with some of my clients, Joe, do I need to read the whole thing? All eight modules, if you're doing ours on Practice Power Academy? Yeah, all eight modules, best, right? Optimal, right? What's that gonna take you, 10 minutes? You spent days working on it, right? Why can't we get 10 minutes to read it every day? So in my ideal world, you're gonna read your business plan each and every day, 10 minutes a day. If you can't, if you're skinny it up, Read a, read a module or two, right? That's three to five minutes. You can take a thing to the bathroom if you want, I mean, without getting gross, right? There's ways to get things done. So I'm gonna have you do that. The next thing I'm gonna have you do, I'm gonna have you do what we call morning power questions. And this is all explained inside the uh, e-learning and practice power academy, but morning power questions are questions that you consciously ask yourself to program and elicit a certain response, right? What am I grateful for today? What has to happen in order for me to have a great day today? Who do I love? Who loves me? What has to happen in order for me to make a difference today, right? I mean, these are all types of questions that, that I consciously ask myself each and every morning to get myself in a certain frame. Now, I use a different term, like, what has to happen for me to be a killer coach today, kick ass? I mean, I do all kinds of programming so that when I'm with my clients throughout the day, I'm at my best, okay? So we have that. Then we have two sets of visualizations, two sets. The first set is what we call strategic visualizations. The second set is what we call tactical visualizations. What are the differences? Strategic visualizations, and, you, and for those of you who've done our planning process, it's in module number one, right? When I, when I ask you and I ask you, hey, you know, when you think back, where's a place you were totally inspired, totally grateful, just kind of your happy place, right? And we all have those, right? And, and what I want to do is I want to go and project that. I want to go relive those moments because it makes me feel good. So I do that each and every morning. I've got uh, Costa Rica, uh, Del Mar, California, uh, Maui. I've got a couple others that, you know, every day I remind myself how grateful I, I am that I can live the life that I do, that I have the, the, the freedom, as we all have freedom in our industry, to kind of create things for ourselves, right? So those are my strategic visualizations. Then we do tacticals. Now, what are tacticals? Well, you know, what's going on today? Um, you know, I need to, you, you visualize yourself being, you know, powerful in your office, having your headset on, talking to clients, right? Asking for referrals. Maybe you have a client review coming. Maybe you have somebody coming in your office and you visualize that, you know, hey, really doing a great job in that review or maybe a prospect coming in. And you just set the stage in your mind to be excellent that day. Those are tactical visualizations, right? Then there are two other things that we want to do for sure. We want to take a, we want to really understand what our monthly game plan looks like. And then again, inside Practice Power Academy, we have a monthly game plan builder, right? Or, or you could look, you can have a piece of paper if you want, 
I don't recommend that, but whatever floats the boat, right? And then what you want to do is figure out your daily game plan. You know, all those elements there. The, the, the other thing that is a must in my mind, we call it the mental diet. You know, nutritionists will say that breakfast is the most important part of the day. And so here, we want to feed our brain. Again, after we do all our visualization, our power questions, review our business plan, now we want to, now we want to do is, is take maybe you know, 10, 15 minutes, depending again on your schedule, and I want to either read something, I want to listen to something, I want to watch something, right? And when I say that, that's not the news, that's not ESPN, okay? I want something motivational, inspirational. It can, it can be spiritual in nature if that's the way you want to operate. I'm totally cool with that. Many of my clients do that. kind of puts them in the right frame of mind. Gratitude, abundance, right? All those things. But you get yourself in a place where you, you have all these inputs going on. The only variable in my mind in the morning, do you exercise or don't you exercise? Because that will add a lot of time. So when I talk about an hour, you know, we're talking, you know sometimes you say, okay, well, 30 minutes of, of exercise in there. That's up to you. Some of my clients will hit the, you know, go for a run, hit the bike, hit the gym, uh, take a hike, whatever they do. Uh, some don't do that. They do it midday, later on in the day. You know, I, I can't tell you what's going to work for you. You just got to figure out what's going to make sense. So th that's the basic syntax, if you will, of a morning ritual for our business. Now, there are some enhancements that we can do. So let's talk about the enhancements and some cool things, okay? Um, Number one is, you know, again, depending on your modality, what I mean by your modality, you like to read, you like to watch video, right, or do you like to listen, um, you know, pick something that will work for you. And if there's ways to combine things, like, for example, one of my clients, and I'll talk about her real quick, you know, what she does, and it's brilliant if you think about it, is she actually takes the eight-module business plan, records it to her iPhone, and then as she's walking her dog slash hiking with the dog, every morning she listens to herself, remind herself what she wants to accomplish for the day. I think that's brilliant, right? So there's one of the enhancements, one of the things that you can do. I've got other clients that will cycle, that will hit the gym. Um, now the question is, hey, where do you do the ritual? They're all different models out there, so that's why I give you the core one. So let me give you some derivatives of them. Uh, some of my clients will do pieces of it in the morning, and like early, like you know, the visualization, right? So I can do the visualization, I can do the power questions, right? The gratitude piece, right? And then it's up to get the kids out, right? Because we got to get you know, it's school time and stuff like that. So we'll do that part, go handle the children, come back, finish our ritual, or if your house is really crazy, which I remember those days here is that I do have several clients that will actually uh, not start their ritual the first hour. It's, you know, again, it's a little bit different. Uh, they will not start their ritual in the, immediately when they wake up, although I think that's optimal. If their situation doesn't allow it. What they'll do is they'll get up, do what they need to do around, you know, for the family, you know, get ready to leave, and they actually go to a third-party location. So, so let me cover this real quick. There's one rule I have. Never, ever, ever do your ritual in your office. It is too late. That is the playing field. That is the court. That is the course. Game on, too late, you missed. So, you can do it at home. You can do it maybe at the gym if they have a little cafe. Uh, you can do it at Starbucks. You can do it at Panera. I have a couple of clients actually will go to Starbucks and then go and sit in their car. Uh, one gentleman in California, is, you know, really, I, I think about him a lot. Uh, he's got a really cool ritual. He gets up, 
um, you know, takes care of what he needs to take care of, uh, you know, gets ready for his day, uh, hits Starbucks, get his latte, and he actually drives to the, to the coast, and he's at, at, in this area, and he overlooks the Pacific, and there are usually surfers in there. Um, and, you know, this would be like 6.30 now, almost, you know, 6.30, 7 o'clock. And he does his ritual, typically unless it's raining, like, like it is in California right now. But if it's nice out, he'll sit outside, like a little like bench area, and, or even sit in, in his car with the windows down and just do everything in his vehicle. And that works for him. So it doesn't matter how you get it done. You just need to get it done. I've got, like I said, several clients that will put earphones on, uh, take their iPad or their computer, go to Starbucks, uh, you know, review everything they need to review, get their mind right, and they head in. Now, as far as paper or no paper, so here's a little shift for me. So for years, you know, I was one of these uh, paperless freaks, right? I don't like paper. I mean, as you see behind me, we don't really have a lot of stuff laying around here. It's, it's by design. I like clear, clear, clear office, clear mind. That's the way I always viewed things. And so for years, what I would do is I would keep my, I would keep my uh, business plan. By the way, I use the same business plan templates that you all have access to in Practice Power Academy. I just changed one word from advisor to coach, and it works fine for me. Is that, you know, I used to have it always online. And we all know we're all human, right? So what happens when you go online looking for something, right? Ooh, you can go a little sideways, right? You can meander a little bit to some different things. So, so what I decided to do uh, about 18 months ago or so is I actually went back and I printed my whole business plan out, all eight modules, and you can't see it here. I guess well, maybe you can real quick. If those who are again watching on YouTube versus uh, uh, versus just listening, I have a I have a Levenger binder, and in the back of my Levenger binder, I have a my entire business plan, all eight modules, uh, double sided printed, so I don't kill too many trees, and uh, I actually hard copy read it. I keep it there. I keep it online in Practice Power Academy. I also have it in Evernote, so I have the PDF version, uh, you know, emailed over to Evernote. I have a notebook just for business plans. And by the way, I've got probably 10 of them in there right now for the last several years. So I keep it like on my little online archive. That's where I keep those. Um, I like paper. For me, I guess I'm still old enough to where I like the tactileness of it, and that works for me. But again, you got to figure out what's going what's gonna to work for you. Same thing with books. Uh, I'm, I'm blessed, I guess. Uh, a lot of my clients send me books. They find a book they like, they'll gift it to me, which I really appreciate. Keeps my library going, right? And, uh, you know, so typically for me, I, I still like hard copy. Um, there's still, I, I just, you know, there's, there's something about, about hard copy and the tactfulness of it, right? But I also have a copy and, and you know, I, get, I buy them white. So if a client gifts me a book, I actually go get the uh, the i um, the uh, ver the uh, Kindle version of it typically, and I keep it in my iPad that way. That, so if I'm traveling, I'm not r running around with a big book. Like uh, one of my clients gifted me the Tools of Titans by Tim Ferriss, and if you if, if any of you have seen the book and the books or have the book, it's literally three inches thick. You don't want to be carrying you don't want to be lugging that puppy around on airplanes. All right, so I have the, I have the Kindle version too uh, that I use. Find a way to do what you need to do in terms of your morning ritual. I said experiment, but here's the bottom line. Commit to it. It is the biggest thing you could do for your success, for your business, for your family, for yourself, is to, you know, and, and I say this with respect, be selfish for the right reasons. You know, it's okay. If it's for the right reason, you know, you've got to carve out some time. Look, for most of us, 
that hour and that hour in the morning is is the only time we really have to 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 control things at the highest level. You know, we get in the office and it's game on, right? Emails there, texts are there, phone calls there, colleagues there. It's all there. You you got to find this window of time. Now, this also means real quick. If that means that you need to start your day a little later, so let me explain this very quick. This is one of my key beliefs. I would much, let's say your brain says, I got to be in my office by no later than 8 o'clock. And so you say, I get up at 6.30. By the time I get done, I'm lucky I get in the office. I mean, I'm, my hair is on fire. I'm coming in at 8 o'clock, right? And, I, and because I got to be there at 8 o'clock. So hold that thought. So my first question is going to be, why do you need to be there at 8 o'clock? Because your brain goes, because you need to be in early to be successful. Nice rule. Here's the problem. If you're coming in early but not ready to be excellent, all you're doing is being physically present in that business of yours, not mentally, emotionally, spiritually. You're not there yet, right? Because you've not set yourself up. I literally have, had, I literally have conditioned clients over the years that, that I, do, so I have some clients that they'll come in until later in the morning. Like literally, you know, 8.30, you know, like an hour later than they would want to because their brain's like, you know, I got to get in. But here's what they find. When they walk in their office, in their brain even later than they want to, but they're ready to roll, they have so much more of a productive day. They handle things at a such different level. They're happier. They're more focused. So just remember, you don't get paid by the hour. You're not punching a clock. I would rather you come in a little later. Again, not maybe you don't have to. Maybe you just need to get up earlier and do some discipline. That's fine too. But if you need to do, go ahead and, and come in a little later. But you, you come in the right way, the right mindset. That is ultimately going to be better for you and your business than popping in there and just kind of figuring it out as you go along. That will not work. Okay. So think about that again. Practice Power Academy. There's a whole e-learning section, a builder. Go ahead and do that. Let me spend a minute on Academy real quick because I always like to do this. You know, one of the shifts that I made, and we haven't really put a big announcement out because we're still in kind of quiet mode with it, is that I am sponsoring Practice Power Academy. So this podcast is sponsored by Practice Power Academy, the industry's only 100% free, cannot pay for anything, coaching and training website. The only one, no fee, zero, not one dollar. So go ahead to practicepower.net, reactivate your membership, go get your passwords. If you had, if you forgot, haven't been there in a while, and if you haven't been there in a while, go take a peek. There's about 300 hours of my best stuff. Okay, so work on your morning rituals. I will see you next week. I'll probably be remote. Uh, be heading to uh, California. Uh, to host uh, my Magellan group, which uh, may be a conversation for another time. Uh, so hopefully I'll find some nice scenic spot. hope it's not raining. And uh, we'll be shooting there next week. So with that being said, have a great week this week, a short week. And I'll be with you again within seven days.